The Donut Bag is brought to you by Penn Highway Marketplace, the marketplace for vintage goods, quality collectibles, and handmade crafts. It's where I get all my sports memorabilia. Go to facebook.com slash penhighway. That's facebook.com slash P-E-N-N-H-W-Y. And mention I sent you. Hello. We are continuing our countdown of all of the Office episodes ranked. This time I am starting from one, going from 115 to 106 so let's get into it number 115 season three episode six diwali michael encourages the entire scranton branch to support kelly and attend a local celebration of diwali the hindu festival of lights and he convinces jim to turn a late night uh, of work into a drinking game so this is all basically all about diwali uh, the cold open was Ryan was wearing some Hindu outfits and Michael was making fun of it. So stupid cold open. Um, yeah, it was basically it was basically about Tawali. Real quick about out in um, uh, Stanford, uh, they have to work late, I guess, once a month or once a quarter or something like that. Uh, for some order reconciliation or something like that. So it's it's Andy, Jim, and Karen, and they Andy has booze, so they turn it into uh, they turn it into a drinking game. And Andy and Jim get really drunk, and Karen pretends to drink, but she doesn't. Andy um, has a sleeping bag, so he sleeps at the office. Jim decides to uh ride a bike to work to be like his boss and uh turns out he just gets really sweaty when he does that but he tries to ride a bike back to his place when he's drunk as hell and he falls into a, a bush so karen drives him home and basically that's that's all it happened in stanford um and the rest of the episode was um uh kelly Kelly um going this whole Diwali thing. Uh first they have a meeting about what Diwali is. And apparently this episode was uh praised for its uh correct depiction of what Diwali is and uh you know being respectful of it. So there's that. Uh, but they have a they have a meaning about it to explain what Diwali is. And somehow Michael turns it into handing out everybody pamphlets on the Kama Sutra in different sex positions. <laughs> because of course, Michael. Uh, so they go to this uh this Diwali festival and uh, uh, uh Kelly's family's there. She has a bunch of little sisters and they are giggling around ryan i don't know what that was about and uh but 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 mindy but kelly's parents were played by mindy kaling's real life parents which was which was really cute uh they hate ryan and they should <laughs> you want they want kelly to marry some doctor and and, and the do and the dude is right there uh and instead sees with ryan and and they yeah they don't like him because he's going nowhere um kind of funny that but six seasons later uh kelly does marry a doctor so there's that um also michael brings he's going out with uh carol 
and who is actually his real life wife uh nancy so that's funny he proposes in front of the whole group um he he wants they've only been dating a few dates but he wants to get married and she's she's like uh no um there was a whole thing with pam and she goes but i don't know what she was expecting something and i don't know i don't know and then and then roy shows up for a minute and then turns around and i don't know and and um angela was freaking out because she was guarding the shoes she thought that the the shoes would be stolen she basically hates you know because it's not it's she hates the whole religion thing uh but michael sings but at the end michael sings to the tune of adam sandler's hanukkah song he sings a double ollie song and it's it's amazing uh the goddess of destruction kali stop to celebrate the wally don't invite any zombies to celebrate the celebration of the wally along came polly to have some fun at the wally if you're in need and you want to have a party have a happy 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 the wally love it perfect number 114 Episode five, episode five, crime aid. Michael and Holly get an early start on date night and have sex in the office. They forget to lock the door and, and leave to come home to, to work the next morning and find out the office has been robbed. Feeling guilty, they organize an auction to recoup the losses. Uh, that was basically that's basically it. The cold open is at this point. Pam is in New York with her art school thing, so she needs a job, and she works part time at Dunder Mifflin, New York. And uh, now Michael can bother her all the time. Okay, whatever. Uh, but yeah, uh, the, the the whole thing is around Michael and Holly, and they are so cute together. Oh my goodness, Michael and Holly is maybe my favorite sitcom couple of all time. They are so cute together. She is basically the the girl version of him. It is so cute. Um, so they go out. They're about to go on their third date, which apparently means sex. Is is this a thing? Is that is that? Yeah, I guess it makes sense. Um. She she said they're leaving the office and she says, oh, I forgot my keys. So she goes inside and that was the whole thing just to fake out the camera crew to lock them out. And they think that they can't hear. <laughs> they think that they can't that the camera crew can't hear them. But it turns out the camera crew has a uh, special special uh, microphones and they could hear everything. Um, but yeah, the, the, the office gets robbed and then uh, they have. They have crime aid, uh, a big auction to uh, to to get some money, and uh, so they they're auctioning various things. And Michael says the big thing is tickets to Bruce Springsteen. Well, we know what happens with that. Um, Michael hits a gavel, and it was just a, just a plastic thing. And Michael says, "What the hell was that?" And and Phil says, "It's the only gavel I could find." And then Michael says, "It squeaks when you bang it." That's what she said. I will never pass up, and that's what she said. A joke. Um, also, another thing is Andy and Angela set a date for the uh, for their wedding, and Dwight is really sad about this, and he asks Phil, Phyllis for help, 
And Phyllis says, give her an ultimatum. And he says to her, if you don't, because apparently he's been fooling around with Angela the whole time while she's, she's engaged to Andy. And Dwight says, if you don't break up with him, uh, you're going to miss out on <laughs> points to his crutch. And uh, so she says, so, so Angela decides to stay with Andy and Dwight is really sad. And then he yells at Phyllis and he realizes like, oh, what she did, what, what she did wrong was all she did was try to help me, which, you know, he, then he feels bad about um, Jim, um, Jim and the warehouse guys, they find an excuse to get out of that whole auction thing. So they're hanging out at a bar and Roy is there. And it's the first time he's seen Roy since Roy attacked him. Um, but they talk and they're all cool. But uh, Roy says, uh, oh, oh, she's in New York. Gee, that's that like 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 being suspicious of that. And so Jim decides to drive all the way to New York. But then he turns around because he says he doesn't want to be that kind of boyfriend or something like that. OK, whatever. Um, so the Springsteen uh, tickets thing turned out to be Michael just lying. Um, and everybody's pretty upset about that. But Phyllis at her prize, she gives out a hug and Phyllis and Phyllis's husband and uh, Dwight get into a bidding war over a hug. And at the end, uh, Michael and Holly are kissing and um, and David Wall sees that and he says, no, I didn't know that they were dating. So it's like, uh oh, dum dum dum. Number 113, season six, episode 16, manager and the salesman. The office is eager to welcome uh, Sabre CEO Joe Bennett to Scranton and are dazzled by her southern ways. When she finds out there are two branch managers, she says either Michael or Jim must go back to being a salesman. And Andy's Valentine's Day planned for Aaron backfires. The cold open was something about Michael canceling a reservation to Vancouver. I, I don't that was really dumb. That was that was really bad. Um, Andy sends out, Andy wants to tell Aaron how he feels. So instead of sending a Valentine's card to him, he sent one to everyone, but really it was, there was a heartfelt message for him, but it got mixed up with Kelly. So Kelly gets this, uh, the, the wonderful card. And now Kelly thinks that the Andy has feelings for her and poor Aaron does, is, uh, feels bad. So that's why. Andy's plan backfired. Um, and then the whole rest of the episode was, uh, you know, Jim, Jim first wanted to be manager and Michael did. But then when, when Pam told, tells Jim that he would make a lot more money as a salesman, he goes back to, um, he wants to be back the salesman, but Michael insists on being the salesman. He's a salesman for a little bit and he can't stand everybody, especially Phyllis's gas. And, uh, and so now he wants to be back to being manager and then Jim is a salesman. So, uh, yeah. And Dwight and Ryan plot to quote unquote, destroy Jim. Okay. That was dumb. That was just silly. Uh, number 112, season four, episode 10, the chair model. When the building renovates, 
Thunder Mifflin employees have to park in a satellite parking lot, and not everybody's happy about the walk. And Michael is lonely after his breakup with Jan and tells everybody to find him a date. Um, yeah, there's so there's construction, and and so people have to walk a little bit more. And Kevin is really upset about it. Okay, because he has to walk a little bit. Oh well. Uh, Creed, Creed says Pam. Pam wants Michael's chair. And so um, Creed says, when Pam gets Michael's old chair, I get Pam's old chair. Then I'll have two chairs, one to go. Just just classic Creed. Gotta love it. Uh, Michael tells everybody to give him a list of women that he could date. Kevin gives him the number of Wendy's and he calls Wendy's in order. <laughs> That's really good. That was, that was a really good one by uh, from uh, Kevin. Um Michael says the the thing that this is another one of those quotes that you always see all the time. He says, no question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. See that all the time. Uh, apparently. So Kevin, so Kevin and Andy tell Michael about this whole parking lot thing. And Michael says, I don't care. You, you handle this. I don't, I don't care. So Kevin and Andy call the five families of the office building. I love that. What was the guy? One guy was called Cool Guy Paul or something like that. Um, so they they have a meeting and they finally say, "Yeah, well, whatever." And one guy says, "This could have been an email," which I which I love. You see that all the time. Um, there is the one interesting thing from um, Kevin. It's kind of sad. He's he's saying you know things have been rough lately, but uh, it's it's just nice to win one. So that that was that was cute. Um, Pam tells um uh, pam gives michael the number of her landlady and uh, she's not the most attractive woman in the world and michael hates her uh so that goes really poorly and jim says uh you realize you just got kicked out of your building i don't think you would be kicked out of your building for for that but anyway uh, Pam says, well, maybe I should just live with you. She says, I won't live with anyone unless they, unless we're uh, getting engaged. So he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. So there's that news. Um, Michael is in love with the lady in the chair catalog. Um, Dwight does some investigation and finds out that she is a model, finds out her name and that she died in a car accident last year. So they go to her, they go to her grave. And uh, he says, he says to Dwight, you know, I used to think that I had this perfect person out there waiting for me, but knowing that that's just silly because she's dead. What do you do? And Dwight says, you wait until next year's chair catalog to come out and find out someone who's still alive. <laughs> come on, man. Uh, at the end. Michael sings this song so bye bye miss chair model lady I dreamt that we were married and you treated me nice we had lots of kids drinking whiskey and rye why'd you have to go off and die love it love it any anything involving Michael and Dwight are just it is it is always funny Number 111, Season 6, Episode 26, Whistleblower. After the problem with Saber printers catching fire is leaked to the press, Joe launches an investigation to determine who the leak was. Michael finds out the sources first, but is reluctant to inform Joe out of fear of safety for his employees' jobs. So this is the season finale of Season 6. 
uh, and the whole the end of the whole storyline where Andy finds out that the printers are catching fire, and um, he he does leak it to the press, but um, you know, uh, uh, Pam thinks he she did it, and uh, Dwight thinks he did it. I'm not, I'm sorry, um, um Daryl thinks he did it, and uh. Even uh, David Wallace thinks he did it too, uh, but David Wallace is only interested in talking about suck it. <laughs> best best name of a product ever. Um, but before this, uh, before this episode, Michael talked to the press about the 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 thing about the the printer issue, and he was the number two uh, most watched clip on this news website so he tells everybody go watch go watch my clip and and so to get the numbers up okay whatever uh dwight talks to joe and tells her um that he's making all kinds of crazy money and that you know he does such a good job of sales and joe says well you're a dummy if you don't take that turn that money into and buy property so dwight gets the idea to buy the office building um why is Dwight such a good salesman? What, what, like, if you were to buy paper, would you buy it from Dwight? I don't understand the appeal of Dwight as a salesman. Somebody explain this to me. Uh, yeah, I don't get it. I'm sorry. I don't get it. What, what, what is, what is so, like, like, I don't know. I mean, he's really driven and dedicated, but I don't know. I get the appeal of Jim because he's cool. Um, I kind of get the appeal of Stanley because he's laid back. Phyllis, I don't, I wouldn't want to buy paper from her. She's like a mom. Like, okay, I don't really get that. But Dwight, I don't know. I don't, I don't get why. I mean, maybe just because he's so maniacal about it. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I want a salesman like that. Anyway, uh, the the they tell the IT guy to go on the hard drives of of all the employees to see if they did it. And the IT guy says, Hey guys, I'm leaving. And they're like, we don't really care about you. And he's like, you know what? Screw you. Uh, uh, Kelly, you're not a size two. Daryl, you say you're not on Facebook, but you really are. And it was Andy that, that, that leaked it to the press. I saw the video and I saw the, the letter. And so everybody's mad at Andy. Um, uh, Joe and Michael have a um, have a talk and she says, I really don't want to go in front of the press and say, I'm sorry. And Michael's like, well, I'll do that. I don't care. Um, Michael, and when they're talking, he says, uh, well, I'm going through a bit of a rough patch the whole year. Actually, it's another one of those quotes you see all the time. Um, I love this quote when uh, when Michael says he'll go do the video, he she says, "Oh, honey, you surely, surely you don't want to do that." Michael says, "I surely do, and don't call me honey." <laughs> I love that. And then he says, "Airplane too," which I love. um. So at the end, Michael does read the statement, but he says, "Um, why don't you bring Holly back?" So that's that's up season seven when when Holly comes back. Kind of a dud of a uh, season finale, actually. But number 111, season three, episode 14, Ben Franklin. It's six days before Will, Phyllis's wedding. Mike 
Michael plans a bachelor party for Bob Vance and Todd Packer convinces them to hire a stripper to even things out. They decide to hire a male stripper for the bridal, bridal shower and give Jim the do- the job as a joke. Jim books Benjamin Franklin <laughs> instead. And Jim and Karen are trying to work through their relationship problems. The cold open is amazing. The cold open is Michael making a video to his son if he dies because he was cleaning stuff off of, of a plug of an electrical outlet and it got sapped. That sounds very much like something Michael would do. So, so he and Dwight are doing this video, and the first thing he does is teaches him how to jumpstart a car, and he says, "You just put the." plug random places on the car and then Dwight just looks at the camera says "Mm, mm, mm, that's not right and then he says this is how you unhook a bra and he's next to Pam and Pam's like what (laughs) you're not doing that so instead of doing it on Pam he does it on Dwight (laughs) and then and then at the end he says and no matter what I will always love you. And Dwight says, what if he's a murderer? <laughs> so stupid. Um, so Ben Franklin comes in and Michael introduces him as one of the sexiest presidents. Now, obviously he wasn't a president, but he was the president of Pennsylvania. Apparently Pennsylvania had presidents back then. He was the sixth president of Pennsylvania from 1785 to 1788. And you know who, who uh, followed him? Thomas Mifflin. Dunder Mifflin. Hello. Mind blown. Um, so in the bachelor party they're having in the warehouse, they are having Michael is grilling some meat. He says, who would like my man meat? <laughs> and Dwight's like, yes, I want your mad man meat. And he's grilling them on a George Foreman grill. And Ryan says, is this the same grill you grilled your foot on? And Michael says, yes, but I scraped the foot off. <laughs> um, the stripper comes in and and is and wants to give somebody a lap dance and everybody says no except for michael she gives him like a lap dance and then he freaks out and he's like get off of me and he gets all guilty and he calls jan (laughs) says and says um i did something terrible i got a lap dance and jan is more concerned that they're having a bachelor party at a stripper at work. <laughs> um, so the party ends early and Dwight says to the stripper, we hired you for three hours of work and we're going to get it. So she he makes the stripper work in the office. Um, uh, Angela is freaked out by her. The stripper tells Pam that she could work as a stripper, which I guess is a compliment. Um, um, Michael says to the stripper, like, what should I do? Should I, should I tell my girlfriend? And the stripper says, secret secrets are no fun. Secret secrets hurt someone. That's actually a lyric from some, some song or something like that. Um, And the whole thing with Ben Franklin and, and the women is just so silly. They're expecting a male stripper and they get Ben Franklin and Ben Franklin uh they're asking him all kinds of questions 
and 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 Ben Ben Franklin can can twist a, a a knot in a cherry stem or something like that. So that's that's nice. He hits on Pam, which is really has to be really awkward for uh, for Pam. Um, uh, Pam and Karen are are getting along, and I guess you know at this point, uh, Jim told. Karen that Pam and, and Jim kissed and Karen. I think that's why they had the relationship problems. Uh but um yeah. And uh and at the end, um Pam uh, Jim um Michael and Michael's talking to Jan and and he says, So you don't want to end our relationship? And he said she says, No, I'm closer to firing you. He's like, Oh, that's so sweet. Love that. Um the, the the funniest part was when Dwight Jim told Dwight that was the real Ben Franklin. And Dwight keeps trying to stump Ben Franklin and Dwight Dwight and, and Ben Franklin is is answering all the things. And he says to Ben Franklin, Are you nearsighted or farsighted? And he says, Both. That's why I invented the bifocals. And Dwight's like, <clears throat> so funny. Number 109, Season 1, Episode 4 of The Alliance. Dwight believes everyone is worried about downsizing, so he enlists Jim to form an alliance to gather information. Michael tries to boost morale by throwing a party for Meredith, even though her birthday isn't until next month. So this is the first appearance of the party planning committee, I believe. Uh, It's Pam, Angela, and Phyllis. And uh, Angela Angela says, I think green is kind of whorish. Uh, Phyllis happens to be wearing green. Hmm. Um, Michael insists on getting a cake that Meredith can't eat because she's lactose intolerant. So um, you fast forward to when Michael is about to leave and he insists on a cake that everybody likes. So that shows growth. Um, this is this is season one and we see the beginning of the Dwight Jim relationship and uh this is the first time uh dwight says to jim do you want to form an alliance with me and jim says absolutely i do uh and jim is just messing with with dwight big time and he's he's getting pam involved um and he says that there's a meeting in the warehouse during meredith's birthday party and um and Dwight wants to listen in spy. So Jim puts him in a box <laughs> and then Pam goes down and is pretending to have a meeting and the box moves and falls over and Pam runs off the screen, off the screen laughing. I'm pretty sure that was just Jenna Fisher breaking because it was so damn funny. <laughs> um, in the end, Jim is with Pam and is saying, "Oh my God, I got D- Dwight so good. I got him to to uh um to to dye his hair and to convince him to go to another branch and stuff like that." And while he's talking with with Pam, Roy comes in and wants to fight Jim. It's like, "Hey, what are you doing with my woman?" So stupid. It was all. It was. It was just really. They could have done a better job with that. That was really dumb. But at the end. The last shot is Dwight with his hair blonde. That was that was really good. That was really good. 
Number 108, Season 5, Episode 6, Employee Transfer. Holly is transferred back to New Hampshire after corporate discovers that she and Michael are dating. Dwight tries to apply to Cornell to get under Andy's skin. And Jim's brothers and Pam decide to play a trick on Jim when they meet for lunch. Uh, The cold open is, it's Halloween, and uh, Dwight, Creed, and Kevin all dress as the Joker. And uh, in New Pam is in New York, and apparently in New York they don't dress up for Halloween, so she dressed up as Charlie Chaplin, and she says she can't take it off, and she can't take off the hat because if she takes off the hat, she looks like Hitler. So great. Um, Ryan dressed like Gordon Gecko, and Kelly says, "You mean like the oh, like the insurance commercial?" Love that. I love that. Um. So, but the but the main thing is David Wallace uh, found out that Michael and Holly are dating, and so he transfers her to New Hampshire. And I thought, oh wow, that's really mean. But really, Michael is the regional manager, and she's HR. You cannot have them together. David Wallace is completely justified in in having her move. So, so they're they're like, okay, this is fine. We'll just, you know, we'll just have a long distance relationship. It's an eight hour drive and we'll just meet in the middle and during the drive. And and so Michael and Daryl are helping her move. And they realize during the trip that this is not going to work. And so they break up. It's it's really sad. Um, uh, Michael says, Holly thinks this relationship is over. Well, you know what? I'm not going to give up on that easy. I'm going to make this way harder than it needs to be. Another quote we see all the time. Uh, the whole thing with Jim, Jim's brothers and Pam, that was really dumb. She meets with them beforehand and they're deciding on a prank for how to prank Jim and Jim. And they say, and, and Jim's brothers decide let's really insult Pam about her art career. And they're just they're just ripping on her the whole time, and then they're and then at the end they're like, ha ha, funny. Like it wasn't funny; it was actually pretty mean, and um, and just it was just a stupid joke that that didn't go well. Number one hundred seven, season three, episode four, grief counseling. Ed Truck, the manager who hired Michael, passed away, and Michael's having a hard time dealing with it. Jim tries to find the chips that caring is craving. Um, the cold open is Mike is, is pretending to go down the stairs. So he's doing the little moving, the moving down the stairs thing. And ha ha ha. He's like, Hey, let me get something. Blah, blah, blah. And goes, goes down the stairs. And then they just have him do that over and over again. And he gets, he gets really tired. Um, yeah. Yeah. Jan tells, tells Michael that, uh, Ed truck died and, uh, they are not sure whether they should have a whole day off or Michael wants a statue built of him. Or something. I don't, I don't know. It was really, really stupid. Uh, Michael says, that's not the way a Dunder Mifflin manager should go alone out of the blue. Didn't even have his own head to comfort him. Uh, Michael has a meeting about grief counseling and Pam tells a story about his aunt that died. Um, basically it's a story of million dollar baby. And then Ryan gives the story of Lion King. And he says, yeah, a few years ago, my family was on a safari in Africa and my cousin Mufasa was trampled to death by a pack of wildebeests. 
and we all took it really hard, all of us in the audience of what happened. <laughs> and then and then Kevin takes it too far and and just messes it up and he basically gives a plot of weekend of Bernie working at Bernie's and Michael catches on. So they're 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 the, then Toby tells Michael about a dying bird and Michael freaks out. Um also uh Creed was the one that told um Michael and, and Dwight that a truck was decapitated. So the only infor- the only source of this information was Creed and who knows who knows if anything that Creed says is true. Um so Michael tries to revive the bird that that hit the building but he can't so they have a funeral for the bird and 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 ryan says when i was five my mom told me that my fish went to the hospital and the toilet and it never came back so we had a funeral for it and i remember thinking i'm a little too old for this and i was five exactly they have a funeral for it and pam gives a lovely speech about um basically basically it was not about the bird it was about comforting michael and and she says i don't think he was being stupid i think he just really really wanted to come inside our building to spread his cheer and lift our spirits with a song and we can't help but notice that he was by himself when he died but of course we all know that doesn't mean he was alone because i'm sure there were lots of other birds out there that cared for him very much and he will not be forgotten it was actually kind of kind of moving um and she sings um on the wings of love with with um with uh, dwight playing on the rec- on the song on the recorder so really really cute oh yeah and the whole thing about in stanford jim is um karen gets yelled at and the boss says to for Jim to to watch over her or some stupid thing like that. And Karen is can't find the chips. So Jim goes on this investigation uh for finding the, the chips that she wanted. Um the whole Stanford thing was just really stupid. It just took Jim away from the from the office. Any any story involving Stanford was just dumb. It was just really out of place for the whole show. Really dumb. I'm glad that that whole story ended. Season 106, th- season three, episode five, initiation. Jan stops into the Scranton branch and orders Pam to keep track of Michael's activities throughout the day. Dwight takes Ryan, who has been at the job for a year and not sold anything on a sales call. And Jim takes Karen's chair and Michael and Stanley. Michael and Stanley stand in line for free pretzels. Um, The cold open was was. Dwight trying to stump Ryan and he says things like I have two coins totaling 15 cents and one of them is not a nickel um and and right gets no, no matter what Dwight says he 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 um Ryan answers it um uh but you know a man and his son get into a car accident they rush to the hospital the doctor says there's no way I could operate on this boy cuz because he's my son so that's because the doctor is the boy's mother uh he starts about the one about a man is found hanging in the ceiling and it was too high and but there's a puddle and and Ryan figures out that he stepped on a block of ice. So no matter what, um, no matter what Dwight says, Ryan has the answer for it and that that uh, that that really messes up <laughs> Dwight. Uh, but the main thing about this this episode is it's pretzel day i wake up every morning in a bed that's too small drive my daughter to a school that's too expensive and then i go to a work to a job which i get paid too little but on pretzel day 
Well, I like pretzel day. And Michael, and this is the only time you see Michael and uh, and Stanley team up. They're actually they're, they're actually friends today. Um, they're in this long line for Pretzel Day, and um, and Phyllis tries to cut the line to, because she's with uh, Bob Vance, and they tell her, "Ah, back of the line, back of the line," and 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 um, and. Uh, Vance is yelling at them. It's like I don't care. It's it's Pretzel Day. And so the only the only time we see Michael and, and Stanley actually team up, um, instead of taking Dwight on a uh, Ryan on a sales call, Dwight does this weird thing. He takes him to his his farm and puts him through all these weird things. And then he he wants to fight. He has him fight Moe's, who has a big shirt that says Fear. This is the first time we see Moe's. Um, it's really stupid, and then they they remember the sales call, and that's when when Dwight actually teaches him things, but they don't get the sale. Um, and then we have this awesome quote where Ryan says, "I don't understand. I did everything right," and Dwight says, "Not everything's a lesson, Ryan. Sometimes you just fail." And then they and then they throw eggs at the building. Um, what did Jim? Do? Oh yeah, Jim. Jim took Karen's chair. Who who cares? It just it was really dumb. Um, but at the end of the episode, Pam stays stayed over because oh yeah, Jan Jan told Pam to keep track of everything Michael did, and Pam is really trying to get Michael to to do work. <laughs> and instead, Michael is doing things like Bill Cosby impersonations and standing in line for Pretzel Day and 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 all this all this goofy stuff. Um, so she stays over and then Jim calls because he wanted, uh, he wanted to talk to Kevin about fantasy football. And this is the first time they've talked about since, since Jim went to Stanford and they talk and they have a nice conversation, but it's really awkward. And, um, and that's it. And that's how the episode ends. Oh, and that's it. All right. Well, thank you for watching or listening. And I will continue to do this. We're almost in the top 100. Uh, it is so much fun watching these episodes and, and documenting them. So I hope you like them too. And I'll see you next time.